chapter of Ezra. Something about these shorter books of the Bible, I appreciate. Because <laughs> it feels like you accomplish something, you know? Kind of like a book that has short chapters. I like books that have chapters that, you know, are less than 10 pages or less. Because it feels like you accomplish something, you know? Every time you finish a chapter... I was watching something recently. This woman said something about you can put whatever you want on your to-do list. She was saying how she puts wake up and drink coffee on her to-do list every day. That way she already has two things checked off on her list. So that's smart. I need to do that. Like real basic stuff. I don't drink coffee anymore, but I need to put, like, made my bed, make my bed, even though I don't like to make it every day. Anyway, here we go. We're going to knock out this last chapter of Ezra. Ezra's been, was just interceding on behalf of the Israelites, the Jews, because they were tripping. They were intermingling and marrying, intermarrying with these, these ites, surrounding families that worship pagan idols and other gods and God clearly told them not to do that. And so anyway, and they just got out of exile. They just, but hey, I can relate where God like pulled me out of like a really bad situation. (laughs) I'm talking about like one of the worst situations of my life where I should have died. I pretty much thought I did die. Sometimes I think I am still dead. But that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> it's wild. It was a, let's just say it was a really, 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 really bad situation where I thought I was in hell all night. Go read my book, Chinatown. Anyway, um, and you would think once I got back, got out of it, and got back home here in KC from California, you would think, oh, you know, be on that straight and narrow. You know, I'll be in my Bible 24-7 at church 24-7, you know, sharing the gospel with everybody. This on my this on my P's and Q's. They ain't out here wilding, tripping. But nah, soon I was back out here. Found myself a little girlfriend. I can't remember how long it took before I found her. Started fornicating. And yeah, I was tripping. It's not but the grace of God that I like snapped out of that that lifestyle. Okay, yeah, I went back to drinking and I was smoking, not weed, but um just smoking some cloves. Anyway. So yeah, I can relate to the the Jews where they were Israelites, they were had just been taken captive. Then they got it the Lord ex gave them all this grace and favor to exile them. And then they went right back to disobeying the Lord. Who can relate? If you can't, praise God. Prayer stays that way for you. All right. The people confess their sin. Well, here, this is key. This is key. Repentance, confession, and repentance. What is that? Um, On the what is, little prayer acronym I always use, the Acts Prayer, Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, Supplication. Here we go. Confession. This is the biggest. This is probably the most important part of your relationship with the Lord. 
because, ooh, that was something else somebody said. I saw something recently. It was like condemnation or religion says, like, hide your sin and a relationship with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ says, confess your sin or you don't hide it, like you bring it to him and talk to him about it. Like some, I often wonder what would have happened if, if Cain would have just been honest with the Lord and confessed what he did wrong, or what if Eve and Adam, Adam and Eve would have confessed what they did wrong instead of hid, try to hide. All the people that ever sinned, or you know, throughout the Bible, done like yeah, David with that whole Bathsheba and Uriah situation. The Bible don't say nothing about Bathsheba really, like. It says, except for the sin of Uriah, David followed God like wholeheartedly or whole like perfectly or something. I can't remember what that that way the scripture says, but it says except yeah, except for the sin of Uriah. It doesn't say the sin of Bathsheba. It says the sin of Uriah because the sin of Uriah was the cover up, him trying to hide his sin, had him killed. Anyway, I'm looking forward to getting to that point. All right, let's, let's just go and knock out Ezra ten. So the people confessed their sin. While Ezra prayed and made this confession, weeping and lying face down on the ground in front of the temple of God, a very large crowd of people from Israel, men, women, and children, gathered and wept bitterly with him. Then Shechaniah, son of Jehiel, a descendant of Elam. Now, don't let it fool. Don't, don't be fooled. Tears don't always mean repentance. There's been a lot of times I cried and had no intentions of changing. So, it's like a, it's an actual heart change. And sometimes you might have to sit on it for a while and just say, Lord, I need your help. I say it a lot. Like, Lord, I need your help because my flesh does not want to align with, does not want to obey. It does not want to change in this area. Verse 2, Then Shechaniah, son of Jehiel, a descendant of Elam, said to Ezra, We have been unfaithful to our God, for we have married these pagan women of the land. But in spite of this, there is hope for Israel. I'm sure the women were fine, too. It probably wasn't the easiest decision to make. <laughs> Be like, like, like God, look, 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 at what we, look at this temptation over here. Look at all these holly berries walking around here. We can't touch, can't we can't marry them, can't be entangled with them. Anyway, let's keep going. Let us now make a covenant with our God to divorce our pagan wives and to send them away with their children. We will follow the advice given by you and by the others who respect the commands of our God. Let it be done according to the law of God. Hmm, this is interesting. Verse 4, get up, for it is your duty to tell us how to proceed in setting things straight. We are behind you, so be strong and take action. So Ezra stood up and demanded that the leaders of the priests and the Levites and all the people of Israel swear that they would do as Shekinah, my bad, not Shekinah, (laughs) Shekinah had said, and they all swore a solemn oath. Then Ezra left the front of the temple of God and went to the room of Jehohanan, son of Eliashib. He spent the night there without eating or drinking anything. He was still in, the, in mourning. 
because of the unfaithfulness of the return exiles. He's like, man, how could y'all, man? How could y'all? It's like we just got free. <laughs> Verse 7. Then a proclamation was made throughout Judah and Jerusalem that all the exiles should come to Jerusalem. Those who failed to come within three days would, if the leaders had elders so decided, forfeit all their property and be expelled from the assembly of the exiles. Mm, what's going on here? You ever read something and you feel like you kind of have an idea of which, what they're saying, but not all the way? That's kind of what's going on in my brain right now. Verse 9, within three days, all the people of Judah and Benjamin had gathered in Jerusalem. This took place on December 19th, and all the people were sitting in the square before the temple of God. They were trembling both because of the seriousness of the matter and because it was raining. Hmm. Then Ezra the priest stood and said to them, you have committed a terrible sin. By marrying pagan women, you have increased Israelites, sorry, Israel's guilt. So now confess your sin to the Lord, the God of your ancestors, and do what he demands. Separate yourselves from the people of the land and from these pagan women. It's interesting that Ezra and our God didn't like give him insight and just saying, hey, just, I don't know, purify the women or something like that. Like, does he not think that they are capable of being redeemed or? It's interesting to so say, you got to let them go. Looks like another love TKO. Oh, 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 oh. I think you better let it go. First, do, 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 do. Verse 12, then the whole assembly raised their voices and answered, yes, you are right. We must do as you say. Then they added this and then they added, this isn't something that can be done in a day or two. For many of us are involved in this extremely sinful affair. We really entangled. And this is the rainy season, so we cannot stay out here much longer. Let our leaders act on behalf of us all. Let everyone who has a pagan wife come at a scheduled time accompanied by the leaders and judges of his city so that the fierce anger of our God concerning this affair may be turned away from us. <clears throat> Only Jonathan, son of Asahel, and Jaziah, son of Tikva, opposed this course of action, and they were supported by Meshulam, and Shabbatai, the Levite. So this was the plan they followed. Ezra selected leaders to represent their families, designating each of the representatives by name. On December 29th, the leaders sat down to investigate the matter. By March 27th, the first day of the new year, they had finished dealing with all the men who had married pagan wives. They got dealt with. Those guilty of intermarriage... These are the priests who have married pagan wives. Oh, man, they put them on blast. <laughs> For eternity, this is written in God's word right here. All the people who 
married, intermarried, got entangled with one of the ites. These are the priests who had married pagan wives from the family of Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, and his brothers, Messiah. Could you imagine? Remember, I'm trying to make examples when you were a kid and they called your name out, but it wasn't for something good. It was for like it was something bad. Like all these people. But yeah, like I'm trying to think of an example when this would happen. Like you in school and your teacher might have said, like, I need such and such to stay after class or and they would name all the names off. Or just any time, yeah, a teacher would name off a bunch of names and you didn't know what it was for. It could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing, but usually it was something bad. That's what it kind of reminds me of here. And like, guilty, heavy, about to get a whooping feeling in your stomach. Makes your bubble, gut start bubbling. From the family of Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, and his brothers, Messiah, Eliezer, Jerib. I like that name. We can call him Rib. And I think we already called him Rib once. Gedaliah, they vowed to divorce their wives, and they each acknowledged their guilt by offering a ram as a guilt offering. From the family of Emmer, Hanani, and Zebediah, from the family of Harim, Messiah, Elijah, not the Elijah. This is a different, this had to be a different Elijah. Shemaiah, not Elijah the prophet. Shemaiah, Jehiel, and Uzziah. From the family of Pasher, Eliowene, Eloene, yeah, that's like, one of the, yeah, we can call him Eli. Messiah, Ishmael, not to be confused with the, uh, Original Ishmael, Isaac's son, I mean, Isaac's brother, the first, yeah, Hagar's son. This is a different Ishmael. See, the Bible has so many overlapping names, man. You got to keep up with them all. All right, Nathaniel, Jezebad, and Elisa. These are the Levites who were guilty. Jezebad, Shimei. Kalea, also called Kalita, Pethahiah, sorry, I'm drinking my tea over here, I've been just drinking tea, cup of tea up to cup of tea up to cup of tea up to cup of tea, <clears throat> you know, washing out these buggies, Pethahiah, Judah, and Eliezer, this is the singer who was guilty, Eliashib. I only had one singer. <laughs> I don't know. Some stuff, man, when I read the Bible, I just laugh. Like, other people might not find it, find it funny, but I find it kind of hilarious. It says, This is the singer who was guilty. Out of all, you know, good and well how singers get down. I know that had to be at least one other singer that married, got caught up in the entanglement. Like, singers are known for it. Entanglements. He's the only one that was guilty. Come on. It's just funny. He's the only one that gets called out. Poor Eliashib. The singer. This is the singer who was guilty. Eliashib. These are the gatekeepers who were guilty. Shalom, Telem, and Uri. 
These are the other people of Israel who were guilty from the family of Parash, Ramiah, Isaiah, Malkijah, Midjamin, Midjamin, Eleazar, Hashabiah, and Benaiah. From the family of Elam, man, there's a lot of folks, man. Madaniah, Zechariah, Jehiel, Abdi, Jeremoth, and Elijah. From the family of Zatu, Elione, Eliashib, Madaniah, Jeremoth, Zabad, and Aziza. From the family of Bebe, Bebe, yeah, Jehohaha, Jehohahan, Jehohane, hold on a second, Jehohahan. Jehohanan, Hananiah, Zabai, and Athli. From the family of Bani or Bani, Meshulam, Malak, Adiah, Jashub, Sheel, and Jeremoth. From the family of Pehath, Moab, Adna, Kalal, Benaiah, Messiah, Madaniah, Bezalel, Benui, and Manasseh. Man, this list is long. From the family of Haram, Eliezer, Ishijah, Malkijah, Shemaiah, Shimeon, Benjamin, Malik, and Shemaiah. Shemariah. Shemariah. From the family of Hashem, Madani, Matata, Zabad, Elephalet, Jeremiah, Manasseh, and Shimi. From the family of Bani, Madai, Aram, Amram, Uel, Benaiah, Badea, Kaluhi, Benaiah, Merimoth, Eliashib, Madaniah, yeah, Eliashib the singer. I think that's that same dude. Why do they repeat his name again? Ah, oh, these are the people that were found guilty. I'm saying. I'm saying. These are the priests who had married pagan wives. And then these are the people of Israel who are guilty. Why is there a distinction? Were those other people not guilty? <clears throat> and this list is definitely longer. Let's keep going. Eliashib. The singer. <laughs> Madaniah. Madanae and Jesu from the family of Benui, Shimi, Shelemiah, Nathan, Adiah, Machnadebi, Sheshai, Sharai, Azarel, Shelemiah, Shemariah, Shalom, Amariah, and Joseph from the family of Nebo. I like that name. Jael. Jael. Mattathiah. Zabad. 
Zabina, Shaddai, Joel, and Benaya. Woo, Jesus, I should get the crown in heaven just for getting through all them names. Each of these men had a pagan wife, a pagan wife, and some even had children by these wives. Now, that will be an interesting idea for a TV show. <laughs> so, Barbara, follow these women and these kids and what happened to them after they Jewish husbands divorced them. Just the complaints alone on the way, wherever they went back. Like, I can't believe this fool. He told me, he told me that I was okay. Even I knew. She'd be like, aren't y'all the ones whose God said y'all couldn't marry us? Like, nah, babe, nah, it's, it's all right. We good. We good. Nothing gonna happen. We all right. God, he's, he know my heart. Nah, for sure. My my homegirl told me y'all. She said leave y'all Israelites alone, cause y'all <laughs> ain't supposed to, <laughs> to be entangling and intermingling with us. Like, babe, it's good. Promise you, ain't gonna be no issues. I promise you. And then she like, I told that fool, I knew it. Anyway. I wonder if they got anything for their troubles. Like, they got sent, you know, some money, some alimony, some child support. I wonder how that worked. I don't know, because Ezra's over. So we'll see what happens in uh, Nehemiah. All right, I'll be back. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.